Good morning and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring and that's my fine wife Bev on a marvelous Monday. Mm-hmm. Think of it. You know, I vividly remember, honey, a day sometime back when I asked someone if I could be of assistance to them in any way. And they matter-of-factly said, no, I'm just killing time. I've heard people use that expression dozens upon dozens of times in my life. And it never fazed me until that day. As I smiled and bid him adieu, Lord said to me, he's doing more than killing time. He's murdering opportunities. Frankly, I was stunned. But it was such a powerful and profound thought. How do you kill time? Do you use a 9mm Glock or AK-47? Is it something that you can visualize? Does time suffer when you kill it? No, but you may, because the time you kill will never be available to you again. Why would a person kill time? Just for the record, some people would say passing time. Number one. Time is your most valuable treasure. See, it's a, really, it's a stewardship issue. Your time is your life. If you waste your time, you wasted your life. Alan Larkin, author of How to Get Control of Your Time and Your Life, years ago wrote, Time equal life. Therefore, waste your time and waste your life. Or master your time and master your life. Make no mistake about it. Effective stewardship involves more than money. It will be to account for your use of time as well. Benjamin Franklin once said, Lost time is never found again. Proverbs 10.27, Living Bible. Reverence for God adds hours to each day. What you do with that time is your decision. You decide, not somebody else. Not the passing of time on a clock. You decide what you'll do with every minute of every day that God has given you. Don't be discouraged by others. Nehemiah 6 9, 6 9, New Living Translation. They were just trying to intimidate us, imagining they could discourage us and stop the work. So I continued to work with even greater determination. That is one powerful scripture. Mm -mm. Number two, time you kill, you will never get back, like Benjamin Franklin said. The Jim, Rohn, uh, Jim Rohn, the motivational speaker and author, once said, time is our most valuable asset, yet we tend to waste it, kill it, and spend it rather than invest it. If there's one thing we shouldn't waste, it's our time. The average life expectancy in the United States is now 78.7 years which equals 28,725.5, I don't know how that happens, days. The average life expectancy for a woman is 81, and for a man it's 76. For the record, the United States ranks about 26 in life expectancy in the world. Interesting, isn't it? Switzerland has the longest life expectancy with 82.8 years. Here's what we know the day that, you know, that we... Well, the day I remember, honey, one time looking it up, 
the day that I turned 72. Really? If I lived in average expectancy, I had just under 4,000 days left in my stewardship. Having said that, I should point out that my dad lived to be 95. Hallelujah. And that's much more than the average life expectancy. That's right. My father-in-law, Fred Clawson, lived to be 92. That's another 1,826. So I figure I got 10,000 days plus. From 72. But anyway, the real question is, what do we do with our time? And the truth of the matter is, is if you feel like you have wasted, you know what? Then learn from it and quit wasting time or killing time or whatever it is you want to say. If you killed, quote, 15 minutes a day, seven days a week, that equals 451 minutes or 11.48 hour days a month or more than two weeks. Ralph Waldo Emerson once said, only put off for tomorrow what you are willing to die having left undone. That's That's heavy. It is. Number three, idle time is the devil's devil's playground. Idle time causes some people to think things they shouldn't and do things they wouldn't otherwise do. 2 Thessalonians 3.11, 2 Thessalonians 3.11, Classic Amplify. Indeed, we hear some say among you that you're disorderly, that they are passing their lives in idleness, neglectful of duty, being busy in other people's affairs, instead of their own and doing no work. Wow. A lack of activity, a lack of focus, a lack of fixed objectives will inevitably lead a person to sin. 1 Timothy 5.13 513 Classic Amplified. Moreover, as they go about from house to house, they learn to be idlers. Not only idlers, but gossips and busybodies, saying that they should, well, saying what they should not say, talk about things they should not mention. There is no scripture that says it all. There is a scripture, actually. It says it all. Proverbs 1627. 16.27. Living Bible. Idle hands are the devil's workshop. Idle lips are his mouthpiece. Wow. Our lives are like a car idling in park. A person can gun the engine and make a lot of noise, but they're going nowhere and doing nothing. We're wasting time and opportunities. Mm. Number four, is what you're doing at this moment contributing or furthering your destiny? Now, it goes without saying, especially since we own a bookstore, that we love bookstores. You know, we can spend a lot of time, I like any bookstore, I like to go through it, explore, praying over, my husband's particularly good at this, praying over, selecting books to read. That's an investment of time. A focused person, one who's successful in whatever their hands find to do, will maximize the moments of what seems to be, quote, leisure time by thinking creatively about their future. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., who we just celebrated recently, says we must use time creatively and forever realize that time is always hope to do great things. Unfortunately, he was able to do great things in his lifetime, even though it was short. Yes. Number five, schedule downtime is not killing time. That's right. Some people find it hard to rest. 
even for a day, let alone a weekend or a week due to what they perceive to be the demands of their job, perhaps the financial stress they're facing. Proper rest fuels the creative nature within each of us. For instance, if you, you wake know, up early in the morning, yeah, like we often do, and we ride for several hours and have an hour now before getting ready for work, that's not no considered yeah. wasted time. It's not. No matter what battles you're facing, you need to rest your body and your mind. So take comfort in the words of Exodus 1414. 14, 14, classic amplified. The Lord will fight for you, and you shall hold your peace and remain at rest. The contemporary version says it this way. The Lord will fight for you, and you won't have to do a thing. When you know that the Lord is fighting your battles, that should release you to follow his instructions and rest. Number six, determine how you use your time. Our advice on this key point is simply think about what you're doing with your time and don't waste it. Here are seven ways to stop wasting your time, which we've already pointed out is your life. Number one, when dealing with emails, read them once and respond. Eliminate the emails. Just go through and eliminate everything you don't want or you, you know, just don't want or need. Sometimes asking them to remove you is not really an easy thing. Number two, remove temptations. Things that come in that you know are gonna tempt you to not do what you need to be doing, then you need to have, well, you need to be able to go, um, you would have, I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say is this. Like, when you're removing temptation, a good example of this would be like when you go to the grocery store, instead of idling up and down every aisle, just go with your list, get what you need, and then be out of there. Number three, surfing the net the right way. Reading things on the internet, well, they can increase your wisdom if you know what you're going after, income opportunities, or doing the things that God created you to achieve. But they will definitely waste your time if you get stuck on something and go on and on and on and on about it. I kind of feel reeling. Real, reels are that way. I do. Number four. TV with a plan, or maybe I should say reels with a plan. If you enjoy that, some of the stuff is good. Some of it is okay. But limit your time. Sam going to spend so much a day. Same thing with TV. Unlimited or unplanned TV viewing, boy, it'll just take the rest of your night, and that'll be all you've got. Number five, think before you speak. Maybe avoid longer television conversations than well, necessary. Telephone. Uh, yeah, sorry. Television, telephone. Telephone conversations have the things that you need to get taken care of, taken care of. It's always nice to be able to catch up with people, but make it limited. Number six, especially if you got other things to do. Tame your texting. If a conversation's important, call. Boy, you can spend a lot of time texting, and it's convenient, but sometimes not practical with time. And seven, Drive time, we've gone on and on about this. Drive time can be done in so many, you know, it can be so productive or it can truly waste your time. First, if you need to make phone calls, we have hands-free nowadays. It's easy to do it. Get some phone calls done before you even get to work. Or 
Even better, in some ways, listen to your pastor's sermon or the teaching CDs that we have or you know MP3s. Download them, listen to them on the way to work, and really enjoy the drive. Absolutely. Number seven, spend your time looking for opportunities. American Heritage Dictionary defines opportunity as a favorable or advantageous circumstance or combination of circumstances, a favorable or suitable occasion or time, a chance for progress or advancement. Thomas Edison once said, opportunity is missed by most people because it's dressed in overalls and looks like work. That's it. There are way too many people looking for opportunities in the wrong places. They're waiting to win the lottery, publishers clearing house, or for some rich relative to pass away before they pursue with passion the thing that's been stirring in their spirit. Orson Martin once said, don't wait for extraordinary opportunities. Seize common occasions and make them great. Weak men wait for opportunities. Strong men make them. That's a great quote. Ephesians 5.11, 5.11 Classic Amplified. Take no part in or have fellowship with fruitless deeds and enterprises of darkness, but instead let your lives be so in contrast as to expose and reprove and convict them. A little further, Ephesians 5, verses 15 and 16. 15 and 16, classic Amplified. Look carefully at how you walk. Live purposefully and worthily and accurately, not as the unwise or witless, but as wise, sensible, intelligent people, making the most of the time, buying up each opportunity, because the days are evil. We strongly recommend that you visit HaroldHerring.com and search for my teaching, Maximizing Your Opportunities. In that teaching, we share 25 powerful, life-changing facts about opportunities. Can we give you a revelation? If the right opportunity was so easy to find, somebody else will already have it because they've been looking for it. The best way to find the right opportunity is to stop killing time. Hallelujah. And we hope you have a marvelous Monday. Absolutely. If you didn't get a chance to tune in last night, Please tune into the program. It'll be on our website. And mm -mm. the actual program is on our we'll come out social on, media accounts. Yeah. Anyhow, until tomorrow morning at 830 Eastern, God bless you. Happy trails. And keep thinking rich thoughts from the Word of God. We love you. We appreciate you. Bye-bye.